0: Hello teachers, I am Life Coach Amber Lynn. Welcome to my podcast, the only podcast using neuroscience and self-coaching strategies to rewire your brain to get the results you want inside and outside of the classroom. Thank you for listening. Hello teachers, I am passionate about teaching you about the brain, and how knowing this information will change your life inside and outside of the classroom. This week, I want to share with you the importance of learning about the brain, the human brain, the teacher brain, and the student brain. Because, let's face it, even though we all have a human brain, each individual have different reactions when it comes to their brain. The human brain is designed to do three things. One, conserve energy. Two, Increased pleasure and three decreased pain. We have a primitive brain. It's the lower part of our brain that reacts impulsively to the predisposition, wiring of the human brain. This part of the brain contains the amygdala, also known as the overreacting superhero. This is the part of the brain that is responsible for emotional reactions. Ever wonder why you overreact to frustration, snap at someone? anxiously panic over something that seems so small. All of this comes from the primitive part of our brain that is wired to save us from perceived threats. Perceived threats are anything that our brain thinks, oh my gosh, this is going to harm us, or this is a life or death situation, which used to be very helpful back in the days of, you know, cavemen and survival. But nowadays, it perceives threats even as emotions that we do not feel comfortable feeling it's very interesting the higher brain contains the prefrontal cortex this part of the brain is responsible for making decisions planning ahead this part of the brain is easily overridden by the primitive brain in order to use the higher brain intentionally it takes practice planning ahead and awareness The first step in learning how to engage your higher brain, ironically, is learning to feel emotions. Not buffer through them, resist them, but truly learning to feel, sit with, and be aware of the emotions as sensations in our body. We have been taught that emotions are either good or bad, positive or negative, however, That information is not helpful for our primitive brain. When learning to manage our thoughts and our emotions, we have to take those labels off. Emotions, feelings, are just sensations in our body. Learning that it is okay to feel them. All of the feelings. Even the really hard, uncomfortable ones like shame, rejection, failure. When we really allow ourselves to learn to feel these emotions and that it's okay, it teaches our primitive lower brain to accept emotions instead of thinking it has to freak out to save us from feeling these emotions. So I encourage you this week to lean in and feel the emotions in your body. What does it feel like? Label it. What's the sensation in your body that you feel when you feel this emotion? while engaging your higher brain and letting it know that it's okay to feel these uncomfortable emotions and that nothing has gone wrong. It is only then that we can start being in awareness of our behaviors and our reactions to certain things. Student strategies and impacts. So during this podcast, I'm going to start out with a letter to you guys, and then I'm going to talk about Student strategies, and then I'm also going to talk about lounge strategies, which are like co-worker strategies. So right now, for student strategies and impacts, it is empowering for our students when we teach them about their brain. During morning meeting, reteach students about their emotions, teach them that all emotions are not good or bad, positive or negative, that it's important to teach our brains, and especially students' brains who have an underdeveloped prefrontal cortex and a really overactive amygdala, that they can handle any emotion. The younger that we teach this to students, the more practice they have in gaining awareness of their emotions, which give them more opportunities to practice self-regulation. Teach them about their amygdala, about their prefrontal cortex, so they begin to understand that they don't always know why they respond the way they do. And that's okay, because it's their primitive brain that is already pre-wired with these reactions. And that's why they react the way that they did. Teach them that emotions and feelings are just sensations in their body. Learning that it's okay to feel emotions to feel their feelings, teaching students when they are younger how to accept all emotions, not just the fun, comfortable emotions of fun, excitement, and happiness, but instead really teaching students to learn that anger is okay, that impatience or frustration or boredom or any other emotions that they impulsively react to, once they learn to feel them, Then they will learn to engage their higher brain and learn to start thinking through their reactions. Their brain, just like any human brain, is wired to impulsively act out to save them from feelings, from the hard emotions of embarrassment, shame, rejection, failure. Their brain has like the overactive amygdala and the underdeveloped prefrontal cortex. So that's what us teachers are working with. When you look at your students and you're constantly like, why, why, why? This is why. We have to teach them about their brain so that they can begin to understand and be in awareness of their reactions and why they're reacting the way that they are reacting. When teachers model being able to feel any emotion, And students learn how to feel any emotion, it creates a classroom culture of awareness where students feel safe to learn and to share. When students feel safe to share and learn, that is where the magic happens. Students will not be ready to learn until their brain is primed for learning. So we must prime their brain to be able to handle emotions so that when they feel these emotions throughout the day, they know and learn and practice how to handle them and know and learn that feeling these emotions are okay. And over time, they will learn how to practice choosing how they want to react and will be able to engage in learning. Teaching students that it's okay to feel bored and still do the work. Teaching them that it's okay if they feel frustrated because something is hard, but they can still do the work while feeling frustrated will blow their brains. Because right now their brain is telling them one thing, and we need to speak louder to them than their brains are speaking to them. It is so empowering to see. I've been teaching my students... And I've worked in grades 3, 4, and 5. And I work in special education. And I work with students who have self-regulation challenges, um, social-emotional challenges, or opportunities for learning. And they can tell me how they respond when their amygdala gets activated. And I am telling you, it makes a difference. So, t- so this week, I really want you to talk to your students about their brain. Just begin the conversation. And if you can't start that with your students this week, then start being in awareness with yourself. What emotions do you try to buffer through? What emotions do you not allow? And really sit with yourself. Because I'm telling you, the moment that you are okay feeling any emotion is the moment that you will be a more present teacher. And it will make all the difference in the world for your stress levels, for students' engagement. I'm telling you this, okay? So some lounge strategies and work environment impact. When you become someone that can feel any emotion, someone who allows any emotion, or even someone who is actively open to learning to feel any emotion, then you become someone that can work with anyone, even your most challenging coworker right now, you know, the person who just popped into your head, <laughs> who pushes your buttons or the negative coworker who just is always complaining or has something negative to say always. When you learn that you can feel any emotion and that emotions are just sensations in your body, you realize that you can feel annoyed, frustrated, stressed, and so on. But it doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. These are just feelings and we can feel any feeling because what is the worst thing that will happen when we let ourselves feel an emotion? Let me ask you that again. What is the worst thing that can happen when we allow ourselves to feel any emotion? The worst thing that could happen is our thoughts about that emotion. And what we choose to make it mean. We will learn about our thoughts next week. I am so excited you guys for this podcast and I am so excited to be talking to you about your brain, about your students brain and about how to manage our schoolwork environment. I also wanted to take a moment to share my week's reflection with you. So I'll only be doing this about once a week, but I felt that it's really helpful for you guys to know that I'm doing this work too. This week I have really learned. Let me try that again. (laughs) This week I've been really leaning into being able to feel any emotion. I really had to practice leaning into the hard, uncomfortable emotion because I'm a reforming, I put it in quote, people pleaser. I would often not say anything because I didn't want someone not to like me or to think I was being mean or I was being confrontational. I used to always eat my lunch in my classroom, you know. The lounge so often became a place of negativity, of complaining, and venting. I do not believe we need, let me just, I do believe we need a place for that. But we also need a place that lifts us up rejuvenates our purpose and refuels us. Our job is hard. Students can be challenging. However, I have learned through the life coach certification courses at the life coach school that our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions drive our actions and our actions give us the results that we have in our lives. So really learning to believe this belief And knowing that our thoughts cause our emotions, I intentionally think thoughts on purpose. I am aware of the thoughts I'm thinking throughout the day and what emotions they cause me. So this year, I really wanted to eat in the lounge and be a source of lifting people up or offering a different perspective. I no longer wanted to hide behind the facade of They're so negative. They make me feel negative because I am taking ownership of my emotions and my thoughts. So my inner goal was to no longer sit back and be quiet when someone says something that could negatively affect the school environment, even if it caused me really uncomfortable emotions. And this week, I had the best learning opportunity in the lounge. A teacher was sharing her frustrations over a student. A student she felt was disrespectful and purposefully argues and is just rude. This is a story in her brain and her brain is giving her evidence to believe this story. And I will get into more about the brain patterns there later. And I was letting her know that she can send the student to me and we can do some brain talks because it sounds like he has very impulsive reactions. Another teacher said, Some students are just assholes. My heart dropped, my body got tight, and this is the moment I would normally have gotten quiet and eventually just ducked out of the lounge. Instead, I said, well, that is not something I am willing to believe to be true. Which led another teacher to say, I don't think he is. He can be charming. Which then, that same teacher said, then he could just need to be loved on. And I was like, thank you. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine though, where that conversation could have gone if I wasn't brave enough to say something? If I was not willing to feel that awkward, uncomfortable feeling of disagreeing with someone, or being too worried about what that teacher would think of me? But I've been constantly practicing that no matter what, I have my own back. No matter what the situation, and that I am open to feeling any emotion, really allowed me to be able to speak up and do something that aligned with my values. It is amazing the confidence you get to feel inside of you when you allow yourself to sit with any uncomfortable emotion. So here is to feeling our feelings this week, teachers. We can do it. And it is the best thing for us and for our students. So go out and feel your feelings. Have a great week. Thank you for joining me today. If you are a teacher like me looking for a community to learn more about neuroscience and self-coaching strategies, then you have got to check out The Lounge. The Lounge is my membership community filled with teachers just like you, learning neuroscience and learning self-coaching strategies to empower themselves inside and outside of the classroom. If you would like more information, Go to www.imtheteachersbraincoach.com.